0: Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius I mean, We are going through the book of Romans and we are now in chapter 15 and I will read through it and then stop at some places and put some comments We then that are strong, are strong in the Lord, strong in faith ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification what does that mean to please your neighbour? That is, when you are conducting yourself, when you are trying to, as in the midst of the believers now, do things that will be helpful to the neighbour, to the next door brother and sister, something that will define them, that will build them up. That's what you should be doing, either in word or indeed something that will build their faith in the Lord. By your own faith, you will see example of your faith, not dragging them into unbelief. Verse three. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, The reproaches of them that reproach thee fail of me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even uh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, Receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now he's, that is summary of all. he has been saying chapter thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen that we should receive one another that means embrace one another. So don't don't try to separate yourself because this fellow is this or this. Fellow. And that goes to even racial racial discrimination, what you call ethnic discrimination. In the midst of the body of Christ, there should be no ethnic discrimination this man is Alsa, this man is ibu or this man is white, or this man is black in the body of Christ we are one in the Spirit, receive one another that's the same thing, it's applicable in that same format there should be no, and the same way, this one is lukewarm, this one is... Uh, as though as they are confessing Christ, they are born again, they have given their life to Christ say receive one another, try to help one another up by in, in faith so therefore say receive you one another For Christ Himself has received us. We are not perfect. Christ has received us into His kingdom. Give us a new heart and yet our soul is still misbehaving but He is working on those. But He has accepted us into His kingdom once we have accepted in us Lord and Savior. Now let's go to verse 8 of Romans chapter 15. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for His mercy. As it is written, for this cause, I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he said, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people, and again praise the Lord ye Gentiles, and Lord him all ye people. Isaiah said, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now he was... Bringing all of this warning to to bring forth the Lord Jesus Christ as preached to the Gentiles that he is the Lord of all that is preached unto the Gentiles and the Gentiles receive Him, And with the Gentiles, we have received our Lord Jesus Christ as our Saviour. Verse fourteen. I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort, as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Now, Apostle Paul was more or less talking about his own ministry, and he went further that he was thinking of going to visit Romans. In verse 25, but now having no more place in this past and having a great desire this many years to come to, unto you, see when I go through Spain, I will come through Spain to, before going to Spain, I will come to Rome. But it was verse 25, I was asking them to pray for him that now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints. It's become like personal apostle to this Romans. So I pray that for it has been pleased them the of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the people, for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. Okay, I was going through the book of uh, Romans chapter 15 and I will continue this teaching as we read through the book of Romans we see Apostle Paul just giving exhortation and then he came to verse 25 telling about his trip to Jerusalem and asking for the believers to pray for him. He said, but now I go unto Jerusalem to minister to the saints What does he mean, minister to the saints? He was taking some donations to the believers in Jerusalem that the churches in Macedonia has contributed But so this is a, for it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make certain contribution for the poor saints which are in Jerusalem and he said, well, they, they have been receiving blessings, spiritual blessings from Believers from Jerusalem, like himself, so it's also they it say they are there also to send them help, physical help when they are in need. It, says, it has pleased them really and their are there for if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, I will come by you into Spain. So Apostle Paul was written to to us in this chapter that. He intended to go to Spain. He said he, he has preached in many places that he knew. And he wanted to now go to a place that he has never been before. Spain was still one of the part of the known world in those days. But, and I am sure that when I come. So when, when therefore I have performed this. And I have sealed to them this. I will come by you into Spain. And I am sure that when I come to you. I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now Vatari said. I beseech you brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, for the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Now you notice that this letter of Apostle Paul, telling the Romans that he he will be going to Jerusalem and then from Jerusalem he will come to Rome and he was asking them to pray because he knew that the believers in Jerusalem or the unbelievers in Jerusalem were looking for him to to arrest him he was praying for a miracle but we know in the end when you go back to the book of Acts to the apostles that he was arrested really in, in this, believe, this trip to Jerusalem but he finally got to Rome but it was not as a free man he was now Two years later, or two and a half years later, he was, he was in prison in, in, uh, in Caesarea after he had been arrested in Jerusalem. He was in prison from one governor to another governor for almost two years because he said he, in the book of Acts of the Apostle, we see that that the first governor was uh, Felix of Jesus and then he kept him in in prison without releasing him until another governor took over and just passed it to the next governor who finally sent him to where Apostle Paul finally had to appeal to Caesar so it took almost two years and some more before he finally got to Rome but he got to Rome Mm -hmm. and not as uh, a a free citizen he had to be, because he was now sentenced to go and stand before Caesar and the story ended there, in the book of Acts of the Apostles except the further story that told us that it was finally released and then later perhaps arrested with the Christians when the persecution started let's go to chapter 16 where we round up this teaching of Apostle Paul or his epistle or his letter to the Romans now he is bringing individual people into the church that to show that Apostle Paul is a, is a believer that really tried to know the members, I try to be familiar with all the believers because now begin to talk of individual people praising the Lord for them and exhorting one and exalting them. So, when you begin to see this letter, you begin to see that we ought to know to stretch our hands towards one another in relating one to another. This is a possible way of showing that he knows every believer that are around him. Every official he go to try to try, try his best to be familiar, at least their names. With all those who have given their life because we are brothers in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ. So we have to know that. So that is really what he showed us in chapter 16. Many of us who are not as good in that in remembering names, but our, our heart goes to those that we have run to. Just knowing that they are in the Lord will be useful for us to keep encouraging one another because the Lord loves all of us all. We are all his children verse chapter 16 even was recommending some of these people to help for other people to help them in their business I commend unto you Phoebe our sister which is a servant of the church which is at St. Clair that ye receive her in the Lord as becoming saints and that ye assist her in whatever business she has need of you for she has been a succor of many and of myself also so he a Apostle Paul, giving a commendation for this woman most likely, this is the woman that took the letter f- that Apostle Paul wrote to Rome. Maybe she was a trader or something like that. And so, in rounding ra- up his letter, he recommended that this woman should be helped in whatever business she needs to do in Rome. Because she also will be helpful to all the other brethren and to Apostle Paul himself. Verse 3 It's a great Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus. Now, you see, he was right to the Romans, and Priscilla and Aquila were disciples that left Rome when they said the, an emperor told the Jews to leave Rome and they met Apostle Paul in somewhere, I think it was in Corinth, that he met, they met Apostle Paul. And because they were of the same type of trade, they associated one another and and they did their tent making together. But after many years, maybe these people found that the new Caesar has relaxed or the Caesar has relaxed the law against the Jews. So they moved back to Rome from this letter that's how we know that they moved back to Rome because Apostle Paul was writing to Romans and he was telling them to greet Priscilla and Aquila whom he met in Corinth many years before the greet Priscilla and Aquila these are the two this as couple that uh, that met uh, Apollo in Corinth and they showed Apollo about the gospel and how Apostle Paul was the one that was preaching around and, and Apollo was recommended when he was going to Ephesus by Priscilla and Aquila that he could help the believer because he knew more of the scriptures so that was how we know about you see that in the book of the Acts of the Apostles and uh, when Apostle Paul met Priscilla and Aquila somewhere in Acts of the chapter 15, 16, 17, 18 chapter verse 4 it said, "Great Priscilla and Aquila my helpers in Christ Jesus who have for my life laid down their own necks unto whom not only I give thanks but also all the churches of the Gentiles Likewise greet the church that is in their house. You know that anytime they are wherever they are, they always have a group that you get together and they are like a, a, a leader and they have a church in their house, with their family members and some friends that they all fellowship together. You have to, you know, Rome is a big city so people don't have to go to a central like place for fellowship, everybody can have a, their own community but when they meet in another good fellowship, fellowship, they can fellowship one another. But most of the time, they only meet in houses. So this priest like Akula, we have some few people meeting with them in the house. That's why I say the church in the house. They do not have a centralized place, a church building where they all group together. So that is allowed to have a house worship. But house fellowship is what is really effective in their generation. And also it's still effective here. Even some big churches in our generation, we have, after the meeting on Sunday, they will ask people to meet in small, smaller groups in individual houses that are in their that uh, people that are of your the same neighborhood, they can meet together in Brother X house and fellowship during the weekdays. And that really helps believers and help big big congregation to 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 grow the believers. Verse five says likewise greet the church that is in the house. Salute my very beloved Epana who is the first fruits of a unto Christ. Great Mary will so much labour on us acknowledging every one of them that he knows by name and also acknowledging what they have done day, like a form of praise you know, is what said give honor to whom honor is due that is what is what is uh, 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 expressing in this chapter 16 Salute Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles who also are, who are in Christ before me the apostle Paul was not uh, trying to be proud See, if somebody is in Christ before he acknowledged them so we need to humble around, humble ourselves uh, um, and honor one another in the Lord that's what the Apostle Paul is giving us as example he said they are also in Christ before me greet and prayers belo- and my beloved in the Lord salute obeying our helper in Christ he has something good to say about every person also is another thing which you learn from this letter of Apostle Paul he has something good to say about every brother that is addressing in this last last, last chapter, is saying something good about them, uh, praising God for them, and also encouraging words for about them. Salute Obeying our helper in Christ and stay my beloved. Salute Apelles approved in Christ. He is giving word of commendation for everyone of them, whether he knew them that way or not. But he said they are approved in Christ because everyone is approved in Christ. That's why we are Christians. Salute them, which are of Aristobulus household. That's the whole congregation. They said that in the household, there may be a group of believers that you do not know them by name you just salute all of them all verse 11. salute Erodion, my kinsman. greet them that be of the household of Narcissus which are in the Lord they, they, are be, they may be of one household, but some of them are believers, some of them are not believers so you just say those who are in the Lord, greet them for me verse 12 salute Tryphena and Tryphosa, who labor in the Lord we believe this could be twins Tryphena and Tryphosa, they could be twins that's why they have their name looking alike. Salute the beloved Pastors, which labored much in the Lord. You see, yeah, he has good things to say, about if they did who labored in the Lord, these people labored much in the Lord. Salute Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. I suppose Rufus and he has his mom in the fellowship with him, and he his Rufus' mom is also my mom because he's older and old not to be Paul's mother. So he's giving honor to woman who is due. Verse 14 Salute and sing Christos phlegon amas patrobras armies and the brethren which are with them now these are a bunch of young adults perhaps that are singles most likely in that generation and they fellowship together and he knew them instead said that with them yeah, he salute them they may have a fellowship in another section of town they salute them all because he, he knew he could have heard about them because he said he has not been in room but he knew these people either by name or they have crossed his path when they were in Asia because he was basically in Asia and all this type of part of the world when he was preaching about so most of the people always go back to Rome because Rome was the was the hub of civilization in that the, the hub of civilization many people always go back to Rome because that's where there are a lot of uh, jobs and so on and so forth so that's why he knew that they were in Rome all these people they are in Rome I met that for, oh, they are in Rome but they all went back to Rome so most of them he just knew them that they were in Rome and he said salute them for me 15 Salute Philologos and Julia Nereus and his sister and Olympus and all the saints which are with them. That's another group I knew that are in room. Salute one another with an holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. Now that is warning to believers that some people may be causing division and Offenses among the believers so just mark them and don't avoid them. Don't, don't let them cause division in your midst For they that are such self not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own bearing and by good words and fierce speeches They deceive the hearts of the simple for your obedience is come abroad unto all men I am glad therefore on your behalf, but you but yet I will have you wise unto that which is good and simple towards an evil So it's warning us about false brethren that may be causing division among the believers That avoid them, don't let them cause what can cause division. Gossiping can cause division, backbiting can cause division, telling of what something did wrong can cause division. Why? Because we, we may be saying it to somebody and you are poisoning the mind of that person when you say things in the congregation. Some people will be divided. Some support this fellow, and some are opposing him. Some didn't know anything what is going on, and they just get biased by what you hear from you, and that become division. So we have to be careful not to be not to be exposing other other people's offenses in the public. The public can be even in the congregation of saints. Just pray for them. If you need to go and talk to them directly, talk to them as the Bible has instructed. Not causing division. Not not um, Broadcasting their evil, this to the rest of the congregation when it has not come to that. Verse 20, because there's a steps Christ has put in the order in the church how to address situations when somebody has offended. Verse 20, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. That's a prayer. The grace of our Lord Jesus will be with you. Amen. Now, Timothy, my work fellow, and Lucius, these are people that are with him, he's going to say they are also greeting you guys on the other side. Lucius and Jason and Suspita and my kinsmen saluted you. And the boy that actually wrote this letter for Apostle Paul is, is, is Tatius was twenty two. He just got the dictation and he also is going to put his own signature at the end of it. He say, I Tatius who wrote this epistle, sal- salute you in the Lord. Then he went further and talked about Gaius, my host, as the man where the house they were living, and of the old church saluted you. Erastus, the chamberlain of the city, saluted you. And Cottos a brother, as says a brother. That is one of them that not uh, having a title, he also salutes you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. And the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. Which was kept secret since the world began. But now it's made manifest. And by the scriptures of the prophets. According to the commandment of the everlasting God. Made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. So that was how Apostle Paul rounded up this letter. And we are to... To so actually I'll try to memorize those quotations is very powerful. That like we used to praise God it said now unto him that is of power, that's God, to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. But now it's made manifest. That's the ministry of God is made manifest. By the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. That is the summary of the gospel. Now I'm going to read Romans chapter eight and believing God that this is a very powerful sh- chapter letter of Apostle Paul. Romans chapter eight. I know we have gone through chapter eight, but I'm going to summarize and this is Romans chapter eight. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead, Shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I read that again verse eleven. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. verse 18 I repeat it again for I reckon that the sovereigns of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God for the creation was made subject to vanity not willingly but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves waiting for the adoption to it the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man see it, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us, with groanings which cannot be uttered, And he that searcheth the hearts, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, for whom... What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 32 He that spared not his own son But delivered him up for us all How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Verse 32 again He that spared not his own son But delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It. it is Christ that died, yea rather, that is risen again. Who is he that condemneth? It. it is Christ that died, yea rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that was Romans chapter 8. I read that to supplement Romans chapter 15 and 16 because Romans chapter 8 is where Apostle Paul really gives us some more insight and he said verse, Romans chapter 16 verse 24 the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all even now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began But now it's made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, make known to all nations for the obedience of faith to God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. God bless you. This is Gospel Distribution Ministry, Box 71027 Phoenix, Arizona 85050. On the internet, it's www.gospeddistribution.org. Join us again next week. God bless you.